Welcome to the Jump Around with Blake Dudonis, my podcast on women's basketball. Joining me today, a new head coach, a new program who has a quite a background in her own right, both as a player and as an assistant, now with a chance to run her own program. It is UNLV head coach Lindy LaRock. Lindy is actually a Vegas native, played in high school there, then went on to have a an incredible career at Stanford, uh, was an assistant at Belmont and Stanford, now takes over at 30 years old of a UNLV program that she grew up rooting for. So I'm excited to talk to her about kind of coming full circle, her experience uh, working where she did and for who she did and, and just kind of how she's been molded through that. Also talk about some of the other stuff with, with off the court, what's it like as the new head coach and putting the other, together a staff and all all that good stuff. We'll we'll kind of cover the whole bases there. But Lindy's someone I've known for a while. I'm uh, a big fan of her. I've always admired her, and I'm excited for her now at UNLV. So we'll get her on the phone. We'll be right back. This is The Jump Round. Welcome back to the Jump Around, and joining me as promised, it is UNLV head coach, Lindy LaRock. Lindy, I appreciate you hopping on. Congrats, uh, adding that title uh, for the first time ever and kind of back in your home. So congratulations, and thanks for taking the time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me, and honored to be able to be on this famous podcast and chat with you today. (laughs) I don't know about that part, but uh, if we do want to talk about famous, let's talk about high school basketball players in Vegas, you, a famous one of those, uh, you, you graduated from Durango High School, the all-time leading scorer, men or women's history, over 2,600 points. When you look back on your high school days, obviously uh, heavily recruited uh, back then, but when, when, you're, when you're 18 years old, you're finishing up your high school career, what did you envision the next you know, five, 10 years of your life looking like? Well, that, that seems like many moons ago, um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it, it's great. I mean, as, as a young, as a young player, as a young person, even in kind of my teenage years, I kind of always knew I wanted to be a coach, frankly. And, um, I, I come from a family of educators. Um, my parents were both teachers. They're retired now. My grandparents were teachers. You know, I have many cousins and aunts and uncles, um, that are teachers actually um, still here in Las Vegas. And so I kind of knew at a very early age that, you know, I wanted to be a teacher and and be a coach and kind of follow a little bit in my dad's footsteps. So um, that that's, you know, that, that's kind of where it started. Um, did I know exactly what the journey would look like? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, and so it, it's been a heck of a ride, and I'm just uh, now happy to, be here in this in this seat today yeah absolutely well you you graduate high school you go to Stanford you have you have a run of of success while you're a player that I think you know it's the numbers seem fake right I mean you go four years you guys go 131 and 12 you go 71 and one in Pac-12 play you play four years in college and you went to four final fours like what what is, what is that like that's crazy so I just and I know you go to Stanford to play in Final Fours, but I mean, could you ever have envisioned your career going that well? Uh, 
Absolutely not. I mean, I think, you know, as you're living through it at the time, you know, I, I think back now and I'm like, oh, you know, we were young and naive and yeah, we just won a lot of games and we were having a lot of fun and I was doing it with my best friends and we were just, you know, trying to figure out what we were going to eat that night, you know, <laughs> and not thinking too much. And then especially now that I've obviously stayed in the game and have, you know, been at different kind of parts of the country and everything, I, I think back to, you know, the, a, a lot of different, obviously, people, but games and, and the numbers, like you said, are are really, like, it, they're they're crazy, um, and and then I just you know think about how kind of fortunate I am to be to have had that experience, and and how much that was truly you know a once in a lifetime you know not just for an individual person, but really for a decade or a century even yeah. you know just to just to be a part of that. Um, and so yeah, I you know when when you say some of those numbers, it's it's um, you know obviously conferences were different, you know, teams were different. Um, you know, Pac-12 has changed a lot, um, with a lot of different teams, but even then, you know, it it doesn't matter, you know, the level of play, if anything, I think it's just gotten more exposure. It hasn't, it's always been really good. I think even, you know, 10, 20 years ago, I think it, it, it's gotten more exposure and yes, some players are a little bit, maybe more skilled, um, you know, top to bottom, but yeah, those those might be you know once in a century type of numbers. So I'm just you know lucky and, and happy to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and then you when you graduate, I know you you had a you had a brief moment in in the the corporate world, but then you you kind of mm-hmm. you, you had a friend. I know you've mentioned this before, kind of a friend saying, "Hey, got a high school team, maybe help out a little bit." So you you dip your toe in that coaching water, and then you, you end up being a GA. At, at Oklahoma for you, you know, a GA role, obviously for people who don't know, it's, it's not a, uh, not all glitz and glam. It's a lot of dirty grunt work. Uh, for you though, when you're there as a GA, I mean, you, you are, you get to play for, for Vanderveer, then you get to go work for Cole. So you, you're working for two incredible women for you, your experiences there. How did that kind of help mold your mindset of like, yep, this is a hundred percent what I want to keep doing. Yeah. I mean, you said it best. It's from one hall of famer to another. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm just blessed to be able to have both of those two women as, as mentors and, um, you know, at, at such an early and, and young experience as well. You know, I, I went to Oklahoma and I, I absolutely loved my two years there. I was able to get my master's and obviously do some schooling. Um, but being around the team and the program, um, you know, it, it's kind of funny because, you know, Coach Cole started as a teacher too. So I, you know, learned so many different things and also, um, you know, felt aligned with a lot of the things even that she um, taught and preached as a mentor of young women and, and, and a coach, of course. And so um, it, 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 that was very extremely impactful. And um, totally, when I went there, I was like, yep, you know, I'm, I'm going to give this thing a go and, and see where it takes me. And, you know, I guess I could always fall back on teaching if, if I sure. end up flat on my face. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I loved it. And, and it was that was kind of, you know, your all in moment, so to say. And I was all in. Yeah. Well, and then you then you land at Belmont, and you're there for two years, and and really, 
an incredible run there, too. I mean, you guys won 51 games over two years. You, you only lost three conference games. Uh, you, were, you guys were dominant. You really were. And for you to kind of have your hand in that as an assistant, a full-time, you know, actual assistant, able to do everything, uh, it's funny because I know the Stanford thing is, is the one people attach you to, but when I think about what you're going to do, you know, at UNLV, I feel like almost that Belmont experience is almost going to be more valuable because of obviously comparable levels in some way. So for you at Belmont, what were you able to kind of gather and gain from there that you've taken with you now to UNLV? Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I think you're, you're exactly right. You know, a, a, I think everyone remembers their first job, <laughs> good, mm, bad, mm-hmm. ugly, you know, indifferent, but um, then being at, you know, a place like Belmont, you know, for me, you know, timing is everything. And, 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 uh, I, I, you know, was able to go to Belmont at just a a great time, a great time for, you know, their program, you know, Cam Neubauer was, you know, a a young new head coach as well. So he was just kind of finding his footing. Um, and then we were able to like get going recruiting and, and string a few things together, but, you know, it, it's that mid-major, you know, low-major, whatever you want to call it, experience where you have to wear, you know, 17 different hats is really when you, you know, learn the ins and outs of not just coaching, but all of the other things that go along with it, you know. So, I mean, you're, you're correct. Now that I'm, uh, I'm, you know, in the head seat and, and you have to know so many different things that are going on and who's doing this and, and what's, what's happening you know, I, I do refer a lot back to my experience and, and time at Belmont because, you know, I had to do a little bit of travel. I had to do a little bit of gear. I had to do a little bit of, you know, mm. uh, academic support. You know, you, you have to you have to do a lot more because the personnel is, is different. Yeah. Um, and so I, um, I I loved Nashville. I loved um, the people I worked with and, and I still follow Belmont closely and um you know, that, that was, you know, it was, it was really impactful. And again, just, you know, kind of fortunate, um, for great timing and, um, great leadership to be in that opportunity. Yeah. Nashville, one of my favorite cities in the country, and I just love Nashville fried chicken. So, you know, the hot chicken, <laughs> like, so I, you know, I, I applaud you for living there and, uh, being able to maintain, you know, not gaining a ton of weight. So props to you on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. The, the food, the food there is, uh, it, it's very good. Yeah. You can, you can go down a quick spiral if you're not conscious. Yeah. And, and I think though, on, on a counterpoint, and I've had Cam on here before, you know, Cam is, uh, the energizer bunny. So I feel like being around Cam keeps you on your feet and moving enough that we're, you're going to burn some extra calories in a way that most coaches might not. So that's true. That's true. <laughs> he is, uh, he doesn't lack enthusiasm. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Uh, when you get a chance to return to Stanford, I think, you know, for anyone getting a chance to coach at your alma mater, special, I've, I've done it, so I, I get it. But when your alma mater is one of the premier programs in, in the nation, what, how, did that, how did that whole thing come up for you? How did the, you know, how the first phone call go? How was kind of the process for you from start to finish going back there? Yeah, I mean, I think even at the time and now looking back, it, it still seems like a little bit of a dream or, you know, what just happened. Um, but, you know, uh, it was, you know, late March, I think. And, um, 
you know, Tara called me, which, you know, is always like your college coach calls you, you still kind of, <laughs> your heart starts racing and you're like, Oh gosh, what did I do? Um, and it, it was just a, 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 a frankly a, a quick, you know, very Tara like conversation of, Hey, what are you doing? Okay, great. Uh, do you want to come work at Stanford? And, um, I, I, I think I asked her if she had the right number or, you know, if she knew she was calling, um, you know, and she was like, yes, of course, I, I, I want you to be here. And I was like, well, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I could be there tomorrow. How, how soon do you need me? So um, it, it's a surreal moment, you know, just because, you know, Tara is just so, she's been so impactful in my life in so many different ways. And then, you know, to learn, you know, another perspective of how someone you admire so much views you, mm. um, is, is really a special moment. You know, for me, it was like, you know, you always think, oh, you're just another player to one, to your coach, you know, and, and, you know, I've, I, I've, you know, intentionally and, and worked hard to keep a great relationship with all of the coaches that I've kind of worked with and even played for. Um, but that was special and, you know, and, it was like, well, you know, I, I, I was, I was smart enough the first time around when I got accepted to Stanford to commit <laughs> right away. And so I'm like, well, I'll just keep, keep on yeah. going with, with what, with what's working for me. So yeah. when she offers a, you know, a new position, you commit right away. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That I think, I think that's one of those calls that, and everyone in the world understands like, yep, yep. You got to take that one. Yeah. And like you said, you're leaving tomorrow. We get it. So. Um, when you're there, you're there for three years, you go to two sweet 16s, one elite eight for, I think a lot of people, you know, I mentioned one of the elite programs and we obviously know what those, those handful of programs are, but I think sometimes there's a bit of a misnomer or misunderstanding where it's kind of like, oh, well you're Stanford. So it's, it's simple. It's, it's this, it's that, you know, some of these programs, I think people think it's kind of like set and forget you guys just operate and, and it happens. What were was there anything that going back as a coach and being there for a couple of years that maybe would surprise people that was a challenge or, or was something uh, maybe people don't realize about the school that makes it unique in a way? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, you know, I think um, obviously Stanford was comfortable and familiar uh, for me just even being able to relate my experience as a student. You know, and, you know, as a student someplace, you really get to know the lay of the land. You kind of know the inner workings. Um, and as a player, you learn a lot about the program, who's come before you, who's coming after you type of thing. Um, once you flip sides, so to say, um, you know, the, obviously players don't ever truly understand, like, <laughs> the work that goes in behind the scenes, so to say, in the office, on the phone, you know. Um, and, and from a Stanford perspective, you know, they've got great resources. Um, obviously, it's an extremely high, you know, academic institution. Um, so there's a challenge there, or at least, you know, I like to think of it as a filter. Um, you know, uh, and I think obviously everyone is, is pretty familiar with that. Um, but, you know, there's, there's, it, you have to recruit nationally there and even, you know, internationally. And, you know, like, like a lot of places, that's a challenge because, um, whether it's on the East Coast or the Midwest, you know, um, 
the West Coast is far from the East Coast, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so there's 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 you know every every place every, every program every university has their own challenges or um, you know obstacles that they have to face, um, and they're different. You know, uh, you know at Stanford, obviously, there's a, an extremely large academic obstacle yeah. now that might you know that might take care of other you know ob- obstacles down the way but it doesn't mean that it's a, a walk in the park you know i think to your point you know a lot of people maybe think oh you know stanford's a walk in the park they they, they have they have the best life and um it is a great life I, and i loved it obviously i'm i'm probably more biased than not mm-hmm. but um, you know, for any job, for anything that you're doing, if, if you don't, if you don't work your butt off, um, you know, you're, you're not going to go far and you're not going to be successful. And so, um, you know, I think to think that, you know, it, it just is easy go lucky is kind of a disservice to, you know, all of the staff members, all of the players, you know, Tara, that, you know, they haven't had to go through the grind so to say that maybe other people have because mm. it, it's just as much of a grind as anywhere else in the country yeah. if not more yeah absolutely well you, you you get a chance to to go back home unlv opens up uh and you go after it and or get it and, and I, I guess i i shouldn't say you go after it how was that process was it something that you you did pursue because it was home was it more the other way around how was how was that whole process going through one, you know, being a head coach for the first time, I know that brings its own kind of things to it. But but getting a chance to go back home, how did how did that process go through? Well, you know, obviously, athletic directors, you know, have to be great at their job and have, you know, it's, it's obviously hiring coaches is, is a large part of their job. So they're always kind of creating different lists or people of interest and. Um, you know, frankly, I don't know all the inner workings of that. Um, but, um, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was quick, I guess. It's, I guess maybe the best way to explain it. Um, you know, obviously, um, you know, we, we were here in Las Vegas for the Pac-12 tournament and, you know, I was, I was already kind of sticking back to spend an extra day with, with my family that was here. Um, and that's, you know, right before, frankly, our, our world got kind of turned upside down with, um, you know, this virus and, and the pandemic. And so um, I think even knowing that beforehand, the administration wanted to move quickly. And, you know, it's like it, it was a little bit of a whirlwind, but it, it uh, was quick. And I guess, you know, as they say, the, re- the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I... For, for me, the opportunity uh, was, was tremendous. You know, obviously there's a personal connection, but, you know, I, I think, frankly, a Stanford assistant is the best job in the world, you know, and so it, it was going to take an extremely, you know, mm. extraordinary opportunity to kind of pull me, pull me out of that comfort zone, of that, that great position. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, UNLV checked a lot of those boxes. Um, obviously I know the community, um, and, and have a history of being a a run and rebel fan Hmm. myself. So there's some nostalgia there, but then I think the most attractive thing was, you know, the momentum and and leadership, um, 
that are are present uh, here at UNLV already, and and the vision kind of for the athletics department are, um, you know, I just I can't I can't you know praise and um, be so thankful for um, our athletic director Desiree Reed Francois. She's just she's just amazing, um, and and I think she's a, a rising star in her own right um, as as an athletic director, and um, and so she's. Uh, she's done some amazing things here and, and the resources and um, kind of the, you know, the, the momentum that we have here in Las Vegas, you know, I think uh, with the Golden Knights, the Raiders, yeah. um, the Las Vegas Aces, I mean, it, it just, there's, there's a lot of really positive um, things happening, happening in the sports world, you know, for Las Vegas, not to mention, you know, a lot that's already been here at the NBA summer league, USA basketball, um, obviously, you know, the, the running rebel, uh, men's team, yep. you know, they're, they're, you know, world renowned, you know, frankly. Yep. Um, and so it just, it just, again, timing, um, and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you hit on, on kind of my next question. So I'm, I'm going to move through it, but it's, it's, it's interesting. Cause I think, for people, especially like Vegas to me, for people on the West Coast, and obviously you from there, it's it's a normal kind of thing. Whereas like if you're if you're not from there, if you're from the East Coast, if you've never been, it has this this aura about it, right? And it's it's the fun, it's the excitement of the strip, but it also feels kind of like this like crazy world that's just like, whoa, I can't, you know, it, it's just so, it's such a weird place. But I'm like, you know, out west, it's just it's Vegas, like it's just it's a city, right? And so for you, I feel like your your recruiting base, you've got you know, LA's four hours away. You've got all these, you've got all these states surrounding you too, where I, I, you know, from outsider and please correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't have to go terribly far to find the type of players you need to be successful. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think you're right. There, there's great talent out here on the West coast. I mean, California has, you know, a million kids and, and that's, that's an understatement. Um, and, and great high schools, um, great talent in the area, Arizona, uh, Utah, Colorado, you know, they're, we're all kind of connected here. Uh, you know, then you throw in Oregon and Washington, uh, New Mexico, there, there's a lot, there's a lot over here, frankly. Um, and, uh, you know, I think to go along with that also, you know, it's like everyone in the world knows where Las Vegas is on a map. Yep. Um, you know, so I think there's, there's, you know, opportunity to go international if we need to, um, or, or to go outside our region, frankly, um, because we have a great climate, um, you know, obviously it's warm, but the winters are mild, uh, you know, and, and people that, that, that can be attractive to people from all over the country, frankly. So, yeah. um, you know, we we have to be smart and efficient and I think, um, you know, kind of directed, but again, I, you know, I think, I think the potential is there, I think, and, and the possibilities of, you know, t- tapping into a lot of different networks. Yeah. One of the things that every coach talks about when they're you know first head coach or their first head coaching job as far as items of importance it's hiring a staff and you you hire your staff and you guys are super young right I mean you're 30 mm-hmm. Maya's 28 Nick is 26 and Roman's the old guy on the staff at 33 or 34 for you 
when you were putting together your first staff, I mean, again, you, you guys look at it and you go, oh, these guys could all still lace it up and probably hoop out here, which is great. But uh, <laughs> for you, what kind of went into making those decisions? I know you and Maya played together before in high school. She's a Vegas native too, but that combination for you, I'm just interested in how you decided on those and, and kind of said, you know what, that's okay that we're young. Right. Well, you know, as as a young person, as a young assistant, you know, you, you kind of, um, I guess maybe I was one of the weird ones that always was like, oh, one day when I have, you know, my own program, I want these people to come work for me or I want <laughs> these people to come work for me. And so, you know, I, I had a list of people that, frankly, I, I really enjoyed being around. I respected their basketball um, skills, their basketball knowledge, and, and their kind of pedigree. Um, and so when it came time to quickly kind of make decisions, um, you know, thankfully I kind of, you know, did my work early, so to say, and already kind of had a short list of people that I wanted to connect with. Um, and so, you know, age is a little arbitrary, I think, especially these days, but um, you know, I did obviously kind of knowing my own strengths and weaknesses. I think the most important thing, um, for a staff is to have balance, balance in personalities, balance in skill sets, balance, um, you know, in, in kind of everything that we're doing. So I was, I was, you know, my focus was to really try to, um, stay really in tune with that. And, um, you know, I, it was, it was great. Um, you know, I've known Roman for a really long time. We, um, <clears throat> worked together at, at Oklahoma, you know, I was the GA, like we talked about and, and he was the, the video coordinator and, you know, those, those aren't two super glorified positions. And, you know, we were, we were kind of in the trenches, so to say, and, um, had just remained, you know, kind of great colleagues and friends since then. And, you know, our paths have kind of been all over the country. Um, And, you know, he has a lot of uh, great experience. He has head coaching experience at the NAIA level that I really value. Um, And so kind of, frankly, uh, getting him on board was really important. Um, And, you know, I just, I I called his wife first because I knew that's who was really going to make the decision. So, um, (laughs) I think he says I'm the smartest person for doing that. um, And so then it was just kind of, you know, it's like putting, putting the pieces together. And I mean, I I agree with you. Um, you know, I think people are everything. Um, and, and it's who you work for, who you work with, who's around you, um, who, who you want, your players to see and emulate and, um, you know, use as mentors. And so I'm, I'm like so thrilled with, with who we have and how we're working together and they, they each bring such a huge vital piece, um, and component to kind of our program and, and where we want to go. So, um, I, you know, not not to pat myself on the back, but I'm, I'm excited <laughs> with, with, with how it ended up. And, yeah. you know, I think it was just, um, you know, it was just that I'm, I'm just really thrilled to kind of um, have these people um, working along, along my side and, and us working and growing together. Yeah, well... I'm excited to see what you guys do with it. Um, I know it's going to be it's going to be fun and obviously a challenging time to take over uh, a, a program like you said with 
just the virus and everything going on, but I'm excited once things return to normal, uh, what you guys are able to do. Um, now I'm going to ask you, uh, I'm going to ask you a question here. Um, you know, one that you're probably not ready for, but I just want you to kind of walk people through. If no one has done this before, I need you all to Google Lindy LaRock's name and then type the dive after that. And then, um, oh, so watch that video. And then with that being uh, our four, to, please, please tell me about the dive because I watched it no less than 10 times and it was incredible all 10 times. Well, I don't know who slid you that tidbit, <laughs> uh, but it is not something I that I personally promote on, on any of my own social media, but if people must watch it, um, you know, that was, it was a play, uh, my freshman year, um, it was, it was a big game, it was, it was against Cal, and, you know, it just, the ball's rolling on the court, and, you know, you need the ball. And so I just, I, I dove after it and, you know, one of my teammates kind of ended up right there and, you know, kind of popped it up to her for, for a layup. And I, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. And, um, you know, as a, as a young freshman, just trying to earn your minutes, yeah. I think, uh, hopefully that can be a good lesson to, you know, other people do, do whatever you got to do to get the ball. Yes. Yes. You, you dove no less than 15 feet. And in my head now, it's like you dove from half court now. Like, I'm going to just keep exaggerating the story. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll let people make their, their own opinions on it. If they, if they check it out, check it out. Hopefully yes. they don't, but I do. <laughs> definitely hope you do. I will 100% post it myself. Um, moving on to something else we, I, we were kind of talking about before we, we hit record, but uh, I know off off the court when you're out of the office, uh, your golf game something you enjoy playing as well. And I imagine the the golf life in Vegas is pretty good. Have you have you had a chance? I'm sure I'm sure the virus has allowed you know things are a little bit more low key. So have you had a chance to go out and relax and, and play a little bit? Yeah, you know, golf golf has been something that actually is more you know doable with kind of the, our rare times and situations. You can social distance, you can do it safely, and not really have much interaction with other people. So um, I've had a chance to check out um, some of the courses here, and you know, I just I I love it. Um, I think it's it it's really helped me, frankly, as a coach, and it's just such a great balance for basketball you know basketball is so fast-paced you have to be able to make you know quick decisions on the fly you have to you know adjust quickly and then you know change course um and you know golf is just as mental if not more but at such a different pace um and you know it obviously it takes an extreme amount of accuracy and all those other kind of components to golf that I'm not good at, but I, but I do love it. Uh, I'm not a very good golfer, um, but I'm working on it. And I, and the the best thing is that I enjoy it. So, um, you know, I'm uh, getting, getting the staff on board. We we're uh, kind of going out to the driving range together and that if anything, just gives us a, a different setting to kind of, you know, even if we're talking hoops, it's like, well, it's nice to be outside and get some fresh air and sure. and stuff. So, yeah. yep, I, I enjoy some golf. Good, good. Um, 
I'll, I'll wrap it up here with, with these two last questions. I'm curious, as we go back to, to your current role as the head coach at UNLV, have, and again, knowing times are, are different than any other time, but has there been a moment that since you've taken the job that you either stopped and paused to think this or maybe something came up that you had to deal with that you're like, man, I'm, I'm the head coach. Like, I'm, I'm in charge. Have you had that moment? Uh, it might happen every other hour. I think. <laughs> uh, no, um, in all serious, yeah, yes, it, it, that does happen. Um, or uh, you're calling it a moment, and, and maybe it's more accurately as multiple moments. Mm, yeah. um, you know, I'm just it just it, it it's such an incredible opportunity, um, and to be kind of leading and you know, quote, in, in charge of young women and some of the most transformative years of their life. And frankly, some of the craziest times that we've ever lived in. Um, it just, it, it, different things seem surreal every day. Um, and, you know, I think we all just, you know, try to stay focused on, you know, doing our very best and, uh, that we can today, trying to get a little bit better and making the best decisions for the here and now. Um, you know, these are extremely un- unprecedented times, and um, it just it, it it it's hard to handle if you if you really kind of look too big picture or can you know can you can overwhelm yourself with the possibilities, <laughs> frankly. Yeah. Um, but from from being in the seat, yeah, sometimes it just. At, at different moments and in, 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 in a workout or in the office or before I'm going to bed at night or when I'm, you know, going for a run in the morning, I'm like, wow, wow. Yeah. This is, this is, this is pretty cool. Yeah. This is all right. Yeah. Well, last thing, and I, I always end on this with, with everyone. Cause I, I like to make sure you have a chance to, to say what you want to. So, for people who maybe aren't familiar with you, uh, obviously the program is, is yours now for the first time, so it's going to take on a new look and, and what you guys are about. But what would be the message or messages or whatever? You take this any way you want, but what would you want people walking away from listening to you talk to know about you and know about what your program's going to look like, know about UNLV? What would be that message or messages you would want to deliver to them? Well, awesome. Thank you for this opportunity first. And, um, you know, I think for, for our program and for myself, you know, obviously I, I lean on the people that have given me guidance and mentorship. So I think it's probably more just taking bits and pieces from the great leaders that I've learned from. But, um, you know, for UNLV, for, you know, Lady Rebels basketball, you can, um, we're, we're just going to work extremely hard. You know, and I just, I just don't think, you know, in life and anything, you know, you never get very far if you try to cut corners. And so, um, you know, I, I tell our players every day, you know, just come with a great attitude and a great effort and we'll get a little bit better every single day. We're going to work our tails off and, and I think we'll be just fine. And, and the results, all the, these other things that a lot of people care about, stats, all, all that. Um, I think they'll, they'll take care of themselves if we focus on the process um, and, uh, you know, approach each, each day with a great attitude, a great effort, and, 
and a little bit of enthusiasm will, will be good too. Yeah. Well, I, I really am excited when, I don't know when your first game is going to be, I don't know what year it's going to be in, but w- whenever you guys do get out there and get a chance to, to perform in front of everyone, I'm excited to see you. I know the Mountain West is a, is a tough conference, so I'm excited to see you guys go up and, and do your thing there. I'd, it seems, in some ways, it seems like not long ago. Other times, it seems like forever ago. I remember when you were at Belmont, and, and, and I was at Gardner-Webb, and just, you know, just kind of, like you said, just doing your thing as a, as a young assistant, and so I'm just, I'm really happy for you. I'm excited for you, um, and just, uh, I'm a fan, so consider me a UNLV fan. I'm excited to see what you do with the program, and I really appreciate you taking time to talk to me today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Blake. I appreciate it. And uh, good luck to you and, and your team and, and uh, your program. I know we are all kind of going through this together. So there's no playbook currently, but um, we're all just trying to do the very best we can. So I appreciate you having me on and uh, excited for uh, the future of Lady Rebels basketball. Well, thanks again to Lindy LaRock for taking the time, head coach at UNLV. Excited to see what they do out there in Vegas with that program. Thank you for listening to The Jump Around, no matter where you listen, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen. If it gives you a chance to leave a rating or review, please do so. That that helps me a lot. You can always follow me on Twitter at Blake Dudonis. And until next time, this is The Jump Around.